0: Welcome to the Heart of the Matter podcast, where we talk about scripture, theology, and anything relating to God in a loving conversation. And where we try to get to the heart of the matter.
1: Welcome to the next edition of the Heart of the Matter podcast. I'm your host, Josh Hellman, and with me here today is John Vandaloo. What's up?
2: It's kind of weird sitting here, but yeah. Yeah, I know. What's you get up, to guys? see the
1: other side of my face. Yeah, yeah. I know this is probably not as pretty as the other side, but <laughs> I hope it's uh, comparable. You know, the glory it's of all right, God. It's rest. all right.
2: It's all right. <laughs> I see you in the camera. Over there. So, your day going well? Yeah, it's going good. I did well. I mean, I had to take my cat to the vet today, but oh, it yeah. was, we got news on it, so it's not. It's nothing too major.
1: Is it like that? office episode where you have to give it like five different pills and rub the cream on yeah, its, its leg some, it's and something stuff. like
2: that yeah it's gonna be something like that <laughs> we we're just like hoping like it's not gonna be like a multi because you was like really babying your leg so you know like do we want to spend like five thousand dollars on our cat i mean i love my cat but do i love my cat that much yeah i don't know there are it's people some, that do that i know oh, no, no absolutely you know? I know, yeah I, absolutely
1: but the know. finances, man, is it better as a, you know, a barbecue, uh, you know? Gosh.
2: <laughs> no, no. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> no, I got, I got a lot of plans. I got Inflation, l- man. We yeah, got to yeah. do what we gotta do. <laughs> I got to do. I got a lot of plans after we leave here today, so I'm um, looking forward to the rest of the day. Get to spend time with family, family dinner tonight. Like, actually, the whole family, you know? Wow. Extend, you know, my brothers and sisters, I think, we will all be there, so awesome yeah it's very it's not it's not as common for all of us to be at home at the same time so it'll really be mm-hmm.
1: fun um we're not going to be talking about roasted cat all day long we're going to actually get into you know how <laughs> that's what you guys are having I- today identity, <laughs> <laughs> identity in christ uh we are talking about um being complete in christ we started uh the, the new topic last time so we're going to continue in that just want to give a quick shout out uh thanks to Kiefer for making like these uh, mug designs and stuff you guys can check out our shop our merch shop um which is on our po- our website. Uh, there's links to that in the description and stuff. So, again, great shirts. This has gone through the wash twice now. It's wonderful feeling. So I know you and guys smelling are both in the gray uh, Haynes T-shirts. Um, yeah, <laughs> we didn't coordinate. Yeah. So, uh, Mark is here as well. Mark
0: Baumgartner. People, ladies and gentlemen. World. Yeah, yeah. Good day to all of you. Yeah, it's good to be here. Good to, good to be with you guys. How's your day going? Good to be with Jose. Got a fellowship a little bit on the drive over here so far.
1: Yeah. Yep. We have our guest Jose here today. So you guys have met him once before. So we're hoping to talk to him a little bit about his testimony again. Get a little bit more in that since I think we kind of steered clear of that. But uh, Mm -hmm. how are you
0: doing?
3: Great. Wonderful. Amazing. God is good all the time.
0: That is true. All the time. God is good. (laughs) Amen. Um,
1: You guys doing good? Having a good week? Had a little rough day yesterday. We we played terrible in softball. And my attitude was awful. So I felt really <laughs> good coming into the day. I was jacked up. I'm feeling like a uh, pile of garbage Christian. So like I had to get in the right mindset and stuff, really give it over to Christ, uh, you know, last night and stuff, but still got those feelings, you know, of disappointment. And then just haven't been able to hit lately. Hmm. Like a, usually like a 700 hitter and slow pitch. And this year I'm like at like, 400 which is terrible Hmm. um so at least for me made some good plays defensively but uh yeah so that's how kind of how my day is going um got a couple days off so again glad that i've gotten my last couple of weekends but uh yeah how's the uh tree trimming business been for you
0: yeah, well, landscaping lawn care, but I was shrub trimming yesterday, so you're actually correct in that. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, grass is just a small plant that hasn't developed bark. So. <laughs> Sounds like some evolution stuff, man. <laughs> it's just teeny trees. So. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Yeah, I appreciate um, yeah, the diversity in the day and yeah the opportunity to be out in God's creation and bring this full circle here. Yeah.
1: yeah, looking at all the random cats that you can roast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I had to bring back to that.
3: Jose, how's your uh, week been? Good. I haven't started my work week yet. It's today later on. So this is kind of like the end of my weekend. Just loving everything that's happening in these days. The adversity, the increase. The fruitage, the fruitage. <laughs> the promise being kept by the Lord Himself. You know, and then seeing the body come together, man. It's like it's kinda like something you'd never thought you'd see and you're seeing it. And you're mm-hmm. constantly seeing it to greater effect every single day. All it takes is for you to get out of your own way and realize just how wonderfully protected you are in his word. As he's leading you just from glory to glory, from victory to victory, past crippling doubt over valleys of horrible despair. And you're sitting here like the little jolly Christian kid you are because, hey, man, he's calling you. Mm -hmm. He's got your name written. He's calling you, dude. So it's pretty glorious this week. Just looking ahead.
1: It's cool that you said that because I remember the scripture and I think someone else mentioned this this week that the scripture about where Jesus sends out the 70 disciples and they come back saying, yeah, we cast out demons. He's like, well, don't be excited about that. Be excited that your name is written in the book of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so, um, yeah, it's, you know, it just reminded me of It's like, yeah, we should be excited because of the promises of God because of who God is. Yeah, so. it's kind of
2: like, don't even be. Why are you so surprised by that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. I, I think that's really like the over like the better context of that. Um, yeah, like you're working with me, of course that's gonna happen. You know, like be excited yeah. that you're with you get to be with me. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, yeah. Like people use that uh, to justify like not doing deliverance, so that's why I wanted to mm-hmm. say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I also want to give a shout out. Kiefer is in studio as well, back there doing the Radio Shack thing. So uh, <laughs> we appreciate him. We got some camera trouble earlier and we got that figured out. Um, I think
2: we got it all figured out now. Yeah. Officially. So
1: hopefully, you know, again, this is a development in progress, but uh, you know, we uh, we think we got we think we got it settled so mm-hmm. we just yeah. pray the uh, spirit over these cameras. we uh,
2: we we fully mastered these cameras that we'll be shortly replacing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right before replacing them <laughs>
1: yeah. so we've got we've got the power now yeah. we've got the um, power in the cameras but i just want to say you know again if we appreciate anybody who's listened give a like or share uh, to our posts our facebook page or any of that stuff uh, share the podcast um, you know, we just want to reach people for Christ. And I know we say that every show, but we just want to set that out there. We appreciate those who have been listening. Um, and yeah, we'd appreciate it if you guys, you know, shared the link. So, um, let's get into it. We're going to be talking about being complete in Christ. I think the last episode was really good. Um, we talked about how the word complete and is Basically to fulfill or fill something up, almost like the spirit fills the room at the day of Pentecost or like a room is being filled up or a cup is being filled up. Uh, Let your cup be filled and overflowed. Um, It's kind of the same term and verbiage used. So we're going to start here with a verse in Philippians uh, chapter one, verses three through six. I thank my God every time I remember you. And all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Yeah, um, yeah so I know that this verse is kind of always um, used like the second part. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion in the day of Jesus Christ. Um, But this is Paul telling the Philippians that he's thanking God every time that he remembers the Philippians. So, again, Paul is very um friendly to the churches when he writes his letters, starting off, you know, telling them like, man, I love you guys. I pray for you guys. Um And he's talking about his partnership of, of joy here in the, in the scripture because they were partners in the gospel from the first day that Paul had like basically ministered with them. Um And now he's saying that like he's confident that God is going to bring into completion or the fulfillment um, in those that God who created the good, good work to begin with is going to complete it on the day of Christ Jesus.
2: Yeah, He upholds that covenant. Yeah, He will never go against His word.
1: And who's seeing it to completion? <clears throat> Jesus. Yeah. God Himself is the one, like you said, with the Abrahamic covenant, that walks through uh, the, the land. The
2: blood covenant. Yeah, the blood.
1: Or the, the the goat or the sheep was it?
2: I think it was a. was it a lamb?
1: I think it was a ram. Ram. That's right. yeah. Thank so a goatish. Yeah, thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is the ram so you know again here it's like we, we have to get in this mindset that everything that's of God is of God right like it, it sounds like a Yogi bear statement but like it, it, it's so simple that anything that's good comes from God is of God and we have really no part in that to play except accepting that and walking with God in that coming alongside of Him and surrendering in that um
2: Yeah, just being the sun. Yeah. Just being the sun. Walking in your identity. I think that, well, in my mind, I was just having the thought, because that verse often gets brought up in the once saved, always saved versus can you lose your salvation debate, right? And I don't really ever want to go down debating that topic. It's a hot button topic, right? right? It's a Christian hot button topic. People are really set in one way or the other. And I'm really undecided. I mean, does it matter, though? Does it actually matter that we stay decided? I I guess that's the point. This is why I'm bringing it up. I wanted to get that point across. was just, you know, the fear of the Lord should make us continuously run after him, right? Mm -hmm. There's seasons where we fail more. (laughs) And there's seasons where we, you know, there's valleys, right? And there's mountains. But... Yeah, God is faithful regardless. God is faithful regardless. Yeah. But, you know, as Paul says, you know, just it, where sin abounds, grace abounds even more. But, you know, should should we then carry on in our sin by no means? You know, absolutely yeah. not. So I think it's just one of those, like the heart of the matter, right, of that issue is that we want to sit back and debate theology, right? We really want to just debate this theology. And we just spent, there's there's no... You're not going to convince anyone on one side to move into that camp. And regardless, if you could lose your salvation, like, don't give it away. Yep. Don't, Mm. don't reject Christ.
1: Step into the calling.
2: Step into the calling and move forward with him and uh, remain faithful. And, you know, if you suck at that or fail at that, it's like, (laughs) hey, well, we kind of all do. (laughs) So that's not, you're not just going to, I think Pastor Kim said it once, like, you know, it's not necessarily losing. He's like, "Cause where, where did it go? You can't just lose something. You can't just yeah. lose it. You know, it's the, the I guess the argument would be, could you willfully give it away?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But that's a debate for another day
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. <laughs> or a never debate. I like think it's point- yeah, I think it's pointless because there's so many there's so many verses on both sides of that argument. Yeah, that it's pointless, I think, to even debate it. Just follow Christ. Just follow him. Don't look back mm-hmm. to your old life.
1: Yeah, and I think I've been in the middle on that conversation. I think we've talked about it before a little bit and, you know, I think my understanding is that I do believe that if you're I think we kind of all have grown to this understanding that like it, it's not like you can lose it. It it's because it's based on God. It's his covenant. Like if yeah. you believe, if you call on the name of the Lord with your mouth and confess you're a believer in Christ, like you you're saved. Like those who call on the name and do things in the name of the Lord, like they're of God, you know, and so I don't think that like salvation is based on us. Salvation is based on basically us saying like, God, like, I do believe that you're God and I want my life to to be reflective of you. So it's not in our actions that we can gain salvation. It's not in our actions that we can lose salvation. However, Paul and James and all of these guys are very adamant about. Running the race, right? Remaining um,
2: steadfast until the end. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, then you get the, the parables, too, of the sower. You know, seeds sprouted up, but died, withered and died. And, you know, we t- Jesus also talked about cutting branches off and throwing them into the fire. Yep. And, um, you know, yeah it's, just, yeah, it's just one of those things where we can sit here and have a theology debate, which is what a lot of uh, Christian media... Uh, a lot of content on Christian media is, right? It's debating. It's trying to convince you that this is the correct interpretation mm-hmm. of the word. Why? Because we need to accurately represent Christ. I mean that's one motive, but I think pride gets wrapped up in that as well. Like I need to be right on this because I need to feel justified as to why I believe this way. And I was just listening on the way over here um, uh, it was the topic in Romans where it says like some people eat meat. And others mm-hmm. only eat vegetables, but those who are weak in the faith, you know. So he was kind of correcting, but he was talking about how um, doubtful issues you shouldn't, you should never judge on doubtful issues. A, another believer, yeah, because you're heaping doubtful.
1: sin upon. Them. Yeah.
2: So you, you, what you need to do, though, we are because because the Bible literally says to judge, but then also not to judge in that way, right? Mm-hmm. So they're like, is this a contradiction? Absolutely not. It's. We, we have to judge accordingly. It's like there's the obvious things, right? You know, like,
3: oh, he's com-
2: mur- he's committing adultery. This adulterer is in the church. This, this, this man is sleeping with his mother-in-law, you know, in the church. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you do? Well, you have to judge him accordingly, right? But then there's the doubtful things, the things like, yeah. should you have a tattoo? Well, my personal conviction is, you know, you can have them, but others might not be, so... You can't judge. I'm not going to sit here and point out, Jose, Jose, you're in sin because you have these all these tattoos. You know, that yeah. would be sin for me. I know yeah. we're going off topic a little bit, but mm-hmm. I, wanted, I wanted to bring that up. I guess, like, I, we can segue yeah. like, this into the topic. Oh, yeah,
1: no yeah. I was going to ask, like, <laughs> like, what do you guys think so far, Mark? Or, like, you have any words or anything?
0: Um, <clears throat> Yeah, just going to l- back to the last part of the verse there yeah, I was just caught up in the, the, the good work. Um, you know, he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion. And it's like, man, what is that good work? What does that look like? And of course it's, it's salvation. It's the beginning of it. Um, but just how that looks so different in each of us, you know, like the way the Lord started the way God started a good work in me looks different, but it, is such a motivating factor, right? Like life is so hard. Jose was like kind of talking about this morning, like man, there's just a lot that goes on in our in our days, right? But we chalk all of it up to sanctification. But man, like where do we find the motivation in that? And it like really comes back to looking at that good work, the genesis of like what God has started in us, and just trusting that yeah will be brought to completion. So, I don't know, Jose's looking excited yeah, Maybe yeah. You've you has got some thoughts That's
3: what it comes to me, it's like, trust, faith Like, how much do you have faith in God said What he said he's gonna do And we look at what he wrote, and he says I'm making a church of many body parts Not one body part can do the thing That the other body part can't The eye says to the foot, I have no need of you See, so it's a fitly joined together Vessel That we are being made to mm-hmm. And then, simply that And then let me end with this, uh Revelation 22 verse, let the evil evildoers still do evil, the filthy still be filthy, the righteous still do right, and the holy be still holy. Behold, I'm coming soon. Amen. We cultivate the fear of God and we delight in it. It's what gives us...
2: Motivation? Yeah.
3: yeah. The motivation to remain in with integrity, to have honor, to have a, you know, an image of the invisible, to bear it ourselves. I think, I think
2: empathy too, to have mm-hmm. empathy for others. Yeah, you know, like to share the gospel. Like, listen, yeah. like the wrath of God is coming. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, gra- granted, I think we need to be more delicate sometimes To how we picket that message. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to be led by the Spirit. Yeah, that's not, what I was going to ultimately say. Man-made.
0: Fire um, yep. Brim- and brimstone yeah, hysteria. You know,
2: like, did the Lord tell you in the Spirit? to go out and do that thing that at that time you know because we can do a lot of things that this is appear to be for God and are for God at the end of the day but could be doing a disservice because we're not being obedient to the Lord mm-hmm. in what he has for us because he's prepared works for us to walk into and i know most of the church a majority of the western church doesn't believe that the lord still speaks today i mean, i was having a great conversation with dennis yesterday about yeah. this and he was just like you know the biggest bible teacher in the world teaches that god is silent today <laughs> besides through speaking through the logos through the word the written word and he's like i'm like this is like borderline blast i mean that's like blasphemy it of course is. the lord just,
0: speaks
1: yeah. you know and well his sheep will hear his voice right mm-hmm. like and, and that that that's what's Again, that's one of those verses, I know I talked about like the whole salvation issue and, and dealing with that, but that that's what gets to me sometimes, because it's like, God, am I hearing your voice? Like, yeah. if I if i don't hear your voice, like, am I not a part of your sheep? Like, mm-hmm. shouldn't I be hearing it more audibly and stuff like that? So, like, it's not always audible. I mean, yeah, it's, I, I it's know, not I just know. audible. Like, it's like yeah. everything, mm-hmm. you know? But mm-hmm. then there's the things like, you know, when you get those words of prophecy, or like, you know, he, he gives you a vision of something, like um, we were going out doing a prayer walk the other day through um one of the parks around here Mm -hmm. and he gave me an image when someone started praying about something so you know we kind of prayed into that it was basically like a a wooded area like where we were but then there was like a statue of mary and in front of it like an altar basically but then like there was a sword that like cut through it like at an angle like a samurai like fruit ninja so there Uh But like it like just shattered and stuff mm-hmm. And so I don't know exactly what that meant Or maybe what we were doing was We were going around praying and destroying idols mm-hmm. in, in that park area mm-hmm. uh, Maybe that was an image of that Maybe that was an image to pray into that You know mm-hmm. I know we were talking about dreams And how dreams can be very interpretive Or scripture sometimes Especially in Revelation can be interpretive of stuff So mm-hmm. yeah he does still speak today mm-hmm. Um And it's weird because again i know we've we've said this but like this
3: <laughs> is a ridiculous spider. concept man yeah. like of course he has to speak he, how are we able to even verify what's here if we don't have it inside of us speaking affirming it you know yeah it is mind. it's like you got to do some mind blowing jumping through hoops of like earthly terrestrial logic to say that god is not a living spirit moving in his followers right now
2: yeah They've never heard it, so it's like it's their experience, right? And I get
3: it's that. like their their
2: their experience, their the uh, dare I say indoctrination into that belief system yeah. mm-hmm. has led them to that. I mean, you and this is like I mean, you guys know this is Josh's, you know, yeah, that's like uh, life story, yeah, you know, like so he's like coming out of that um uh, quote unquote deconstruction. I don't like that word, but I'm going to use it there. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? It's like, that's the way that they believe, right? And they perpetuate it. Mm -hmm. And, man, there's so much confusion nowadays. And I was, you know, just talking about that, too. I I know we're getting a little off topic here, but I think it's important stuff. Well, it's being Um,
1: complete, right? The completeness of the gospel, the complete in God. It's not it's not diet gospel you don't get half fat
2: free gospel
1: right we get the meat of the gospel we're not sitting on milk i
2: shared that post on facebook the other day where it's like you know if signs and wonders don't follow the gospel you preach you're only preaching a part of the gospel Hmm. and it's like people will want to argue that from a theological standpoint like people will want to sit back because they haven't seen signs and wonders or they've seen false signs and wonders or what they've perceived or mm-hmm. believed to be false science and false wonders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's made them uncomfortable and they want to be in their safe space. And like like I understand like the paradigm of the human mind, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. I also understand what scripture says that we can't lean on our own understanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I think that like there's this verse in First John, I know we don't have it up on the screen. Um I write these things, it's first John two, twenty six and twenty-seven. I write these things to you about those who are trying to deceive you. But the anointing that you received from him abides in you, and you have no need that anyone should teach you. Mm. But as his anointing teaches you about everything and is true and is no lie, just as it has taught you, abide in him. Mm. That verse is crazy powerful. Because we have a teacher on every corner in this country Mm
0: -hmm.
2: teaching something new, something different, something unique, a little bit, a little bit this way, a little bit that way. You should believe this. We have denominations because of all this teaching. Yep. And I'm not going against the fivefold ministry. There are teachers that are appointed by God. But there are many people who are teaching who are not appointed by God. Teaching what they think from their flesh, from the soul, Mm -hmm. in things that they should not be doing because they're not listening to the rhema voice of God. A person can read the Bible their whole lives and not ever hear the Lord speak to them because they've never actually got into the secret place Mm -hmm. and allowed the revelation to take place. Atheists read the Bible. People read the Bible. They're not reading – they're not hearing the voice of the Lord, the rhema. And man – I just think that ver- that verse is powerful.
0: Yeah. Yes. On the flip side of that though, it hazard to say that a lot of people, man, maybe everybody honestly is hearing from the Lord, but they just don't yeah. recognize the yeah. voice as him. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the powerful thing of man, the Lord starting a good work <laughs> in you, right? Is you getting that revelation of oh wow, this like familiar Voice in my mind this familiar Feeling this familiar whatever it is Like that's God And then everything changes from that yeah, Right yeah. so
1: yeah. It's a, it's a unique balance um, Of how do we Again because we test the spirits Right so it doesn't mean every spirit is evil We've talked about yeah. that with like the cessationist Group like wow Look at that guy he's like writhing On the floor so that's demonic He's casting a demon out Of course that is demonic It's leaving him You know like, mm-hmm. The like Holy Spirit's
2: presence Is yeah. making it manifest mm-hmm. So yeah. that's what Sometimes they manifest I mean There are mimicking spirits In the church But not I don't think is to the, the degree That people think it is
1: mm-hmm. But my point is like You know With, with teaching and stuff it, It's kind of the same as It's like we, we have to test teaching You know It says there's no longer A teacher or a rabbi And I think even One you call father But there is only one And that's Jesus, that's God, the Father, you know, so like, okay, so what does that mean? Well, I need to be taught by Jesus, by by God, the Father. So it's it's not that it's wrong for man to teach the word of God and stuff. But it's yeah. But what what it is, is it's like there's so many differentiating things out there. So we've got to be really into the word. We've got to be really into that secret spot so that when stuff comes to us. We either know it as something that's inconsequential, like evolution or young earth creation, or mm-hmm. post-millennial, amillennial, pre-millennial, or, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, that's neither here nor there. That's just getting in the weeds of things. Salvation's the important thing. The acknowledgement of who God is as creator and my position in that, that's what God needs us to understand. And my position is I need to listen to God and fear him and mm-hmm. run the race. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't do it without God. Yeah. There's a lot of teachings that can come out of that But if we have 100% Systematic theology on things Then we're wrong somewhere Because we don't know 100% everything So yeah. if you think you've got it Locked down Then you're probably in a bad spot. That doesn't mean like be tossed to and fro from everything But you should be open, openly cautious about everything because Mm -hmm. there might be a lot of something that like God reveals to you that you learn that's just like, oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. But you know, like Francis Chan, he's a man, right? Great man of God filled with the Holy Spirit, has great teachings, but look at his evolution or yeah, like in
2: his 50s, he's changing his mind about doctrine that he teaches. Mm -hmm. And God, man, <laughs> and praise God oh, for just, that. Yeah, I yeah. love what God's doing in His life, and I, I always have. You know, I've, I've looked, Francis Chan when I when I got filled with the Spirit back in 2013. I watched everything there ever was on Francis Chan posted online. <laughs> oh. I mean, every day it was like I'll sit down and I'll watch a sermon by Francis Chan every night. Yeah. So yeah, he it, and it's like
1: look at you know, it, it was he to be believed 100 percent when he started. Or could he mature? You know, we've talked about this, giving people the grace to mature. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have things that you can debate that are like neither here nor there, but don't let it divide you as a body.
2: Yeah, it is dividing us. Yeah, it is dividing the body. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm.
1: I've had people come up to me and talk and I'll just kind of nod my head. Not that I'm agreeing with necessarily what they say, but the spirit. Of what they believe, you know. Just because I want to keep at peace, you know. The, the Bible says to try to, to try to keep at peace with everyone as much as you can. Paul says it. So, you I think know, there it's are like, people.
2: There are people that are supposed to be appointed to be those overseers too. Mm-hmm. You know, like is this individual under the umbrella of my jurisdiction of accountability mm-hmm, and calling mm-hmm. from the Lord? Mm-hmm. And if he's not, you know, you know what church? You know what I mean? What pat Like that's what pastors are, right? Like a pastor is a shepherd,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
2: so like my pastor, I'm underneath his umbrella. That's why they, they'll they be judged, quote unquote, more harshly. You know, mm-hmm. they're held accountable for what they've taught, mm-hmm. yeah. um, which I don't really know what that all looks like. You mm-hmm. know, the reward versus mm-hmm. um, judgment, because I, you know, my interpretation of the Bema Seed is we're not going to be judged for our sin. Mm-hmm. You know, so even mm-hmm. a pastor Like how is a We're pastor How, a, how more. is a pastor judged more harshly Which I don't think that I think it's the opposite way, you know mm-hmm. Like you're standing before the great white throne of judgment yeah. Not saved, yeah. teaching the wrong thing yeah. For a long time yeah. You're yeah. in a lot more yeah. sin yeah. Yeah. Than someone underneath you yeah. I think that's more of a better interpretation yeah. of that verse But yeah, there's just a lot of, there's just, yeah, there's just a lot of division around it. I mean, even, like, prophecy, you know, I just did, a, I just watched Isaiah Saldivar, Alexander Pagani, and Vlad give a teaching on prophecy, which, watch that is really good, it was a really recent video. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can We All Prophesy, I think was the title of it. Nice. There's more to it, too, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, people will hear, like, a partial, a partial, like, a prophetic that's not, like, just straight mm-hmm. out. And people will be like, see, that's, see, that's, like. How people do it You know the people that Criticize Mm -hmm. it And poke at
0: it Mm -hmm.
2: It's like even though The word literally says We prophesy in part (laughs) I mean that's like Literally the first That's like Paul Literally wrote We prophesy in in part We know in part We prophesy in part Mm -hmm. So it's like The Lord I don't understand that all Yeah And I'm not gonna try And figure out And understand it all Because we all see Through a mirror dimly Yeah Mm -hmm. You know The Mm -hmm. picture is not full Mm -hmm. I mean the picture is not there. He's bringing us, he's carrying mm-hmm. us on to completion, but we're mm-hmm. not there yet.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, I think so. that's, you know, that part, in part, you know, he's talk, we're talking about completeness in Christ, and we need a complete body, right? And mm-hmm. we've talked about that. Well, mm-hmm. if you prophesy in part, well, maybe I'm the other part that prophesies. Yeah. Maybe Mark's a part of that. Yeah. Maybe Jose's See. the interpreter
2: yeah. on yeah. that
1: part. So it's like... Eagerly desire
2: yeah. the higher mm-hmm. gifts, especially to prophesy. Oh. So yeah. I do yeah.
1: think, all may do it. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I do think there's also this other caution on the flip side where... If we get a vision from God, we need to be careful that it may not be all-encompassing 100% and we can understand it. Like, we need to go to our brothers. We need to pray for
2: wisdom, too. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, this is what Mm -hmm. the Lord showed me. You don't always just—you don't always say what the Lord showed you in full detail. I Mm -hmm. mean, you could be like, this—I'm going to have discretion on when I share this with this individual. Because the Lord told me you need to have discretion here Mm -hmm. when you—you know— just because you saw that infidelity in that person, mm-hmm. you don't need to call it out in front of the church. You need to go to that person in, in a, in a mm-hmm. spirit of kindness and gentleness, and mm-hmm. maybe Love. not even say it. Just mm-hmm. know what to mm-hmm. say to mm-hmm. get them yes. to turn and repent. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yes. you know, but it's like we Love. think that the I, I don't know. You know, we just we have to we have to understand how to how to navigate and be obedient to the Lord when yeah. He speaks to us, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. know that. He's always speaking tons of things mm-hmm. yeah. all the time. Yeah, Mark. Yeah.
1: Um, I think we'll move on to the next scripture. Let's do it, uh, John <laughs> fifteen seven through eleven. So, get your slurpees ready here. Zona to John fifteen seven through eleven.
0: Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. As the father has loved me, so so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love just as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you That my joy may be in you And that your joy May be full Mm. Mm. Yeah
1: We can ask whatever we want um, And it will be done if we live in Christ And in him and us
2: Yeah these words are like These are really powerful People will I mean you can sit back and be paralyzed By information like this And knowledge like this in the word And be like well I've asked for all these things You know and Uh, I haven't seen all these things Well it's like well if you're praying for the wrong things That's why he starts it with if you abide in me So it's like staying remain Like you know if you're attached to the vine Right Mm -hmm. That dictates what you would pray for Yep Right so like (laughs) You can't just like well I prayed for a brand new car And I just never got that car So Mm -hmm. you know that verse is Contradictive to my experience Now Yep and it's not mm. how it works, you know.
1: Because it says, if we live in Christ and him and us. Yeah, and
2: my words abide in you, too. Well, what are some of his words? Like, don't lean on your own understanding. So if you're leaning on your understanding of this, again, you're not getting what you asked for. Mm-hmm. And James talks about that, too. You know, the verse I brought up before, you know, you know, a double-minded man.
3: Oh, uh, like, Actually,
2: what was the other verse, too? You know, like, if you doubt, you're not going to see the Lord doesn't. Oh, what is it? It's in James. So James five. I can't think of the reference right now. I'm paraphrasing heavily, so I apologize for that. But um, basically, like if you doubt, you're not going to see your prayers answered.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I know that you know what uh, I'm talking. It's
2: in James. It's James. Ah, yeah. man. James is even a big book. So I, mean
1: I mean, in Corinthians, it says do everything you do, whether you eat or drink, unto the Lord. And that hmm. verse, it it's like, oh, how do I eat? you know, how do I worship God with eating? And it's like, no, 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 you live a life of worship so that when you eat, it's glory unto God. Yeah, man. Like, that's it's like that's walking. It's like
2: doing things in Jesus' name, too. And I know we've talked about it, you know, at other times in the past, but just because you say in Jesus' name at the end of your prayer, that's not a magic button word. Mm-hmm. like to do things in Jesus name is to represent him in all mm-hmm. things that you do
1: that's imager. what it, that's
2: what it means to do something in Jesus name so you could pray for someone and and forget to say in Jesus name and it's not the prayer isn't less effective or you're a false teacher now or a false prophet mm-hmm. because you 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 didn't say in Jesus name at the end of it if you're being honest with integrity in your walk with the lord you are doing that thing in the name of Jesus yep, and you're giving him glory and credit for whatever that comes to pass. But just because you didn't say the magic button word, that's not how you get prayers answered. That's not how that works. Yeah.
1: I like how you bring that <laughs> up. Cause I, I've seen this debate about like, you know, the deity of Christ and stuff and whether he actually was God or the triune God or all this stuff on TikTok or Facebook lately. And it's like, they they'll do stuff like that. They'll parse the speech and say like, "Well, Jesus taught us how to pray. We said we pray in His name. So if we don't pray in His name, then like you, you can't pray in the name of the Father. You can't pray in the name of the Holy Spirit. Like you got to pray in Jesus' name." And then there's people that's like, "Well, no, He pointed to the Father." That's like you guys are making this like way too. That's crazy, like the that's you know? like the name
2: of Jesus debate too. You know, like you shouldn't you shouldn't Yeshua. say Jesus. You have to say Yeshua, Yahushua, uh, or Yahushua, or, or Jesus, or, or Yahu. You know, you go the transliteration yeah. debate. And it's like, what was Christ's name before he was son of man? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the Old Testament I mean, says like, the angel of the even Lord, say, right? They say, like,
2: Emmanuel, too. You know, like, where did Emmanuel go? You shall call him Emmanuel. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: Well, again, in the Old Testament, the angel of the Lord was a reference to Jesus. Um, and in the New Testament, I think it was John Yeah, it's like the something. messenger,
2: the mouthpiece yeah. of Yahweh, the angel uh, of the Lord, the, the mouth of Yahweh is what that would loosely translate to. The mouth of Yahweh came. Like, you know, we think angel automatically means, like, a a being created by God. Mm -hmm. But an angel, but an angel is, uh, as said, yeah, because, I mean, you're in a, Unseen realm and yeah. supernatural. Yeah, that's what
1: we think. But yeah, it's it, it just means messenger, just like apostle as a mm-hmm. messenger of God. But it's like it's, like it's a job. Des- it's a job <laughs>
2: description. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's almost like <laughs> an <laughs> angel is like a spiritual messenger of God, whereas like apostle is like the physical messenger of God. Right. They go forth and, and everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is this is so great because it, it again, it we're, th- these are these are scriptures that you wrestle with because it should encourage us to live a life worthy of the calling that Christ has I, given us. I think right? it's
2: important too. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, nope, but I think it's important too when we when we talk about that. Like whatever you ask, it shall be done to you. Yeah, Kiva, you want to go back to that verse for us so we can just have a... Uh, yeah. Um, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. So we were talking about how you know we have to abide in Him first, right? Jose, I think you left the room briefly there, but you know, like He's the vine, right? So like we we only do what. What we're programmed to do, right at the end of that vine,
3: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> like the plant dictates. Yep. Like if yep. you're using that as an analogy, yep. like the plant dictates, like what the fruit will be, what will the fruit will yeah. be, and what it'll do. You know, yeah. so like if you're praying <laughs> for the wrong things, you're not going to see the wrong things come to fruition because the Lord is not going to just answer random prayers yeah. because <laughs> that's a, that's a karma. You know, that's that's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous stuff. <clears throat> but also, we have to remember that this is a promise. Right? This is the word of God. This is the logos. This is the word of God spoken. And I believe it to be true. 100%. I believe that I can ask anything that I wish if I'm abiding, and it will be done for me. So that means healing. That means deliverance. That means salvation. That means things will come to pass that you're praying for. You, you speak Specific prayers and sp- In specific circumstances That the Lord has called you into 100% of the time He's going to answer those mm-hmm. prayers
3: Power of the Holy Spirit
2: Yeah and mm-hmm. But we can't doubt You know So it's like Oh well I didn't see this come to pass You know I've been praying for this cancer I've been praying for this thing I've been praying for whatever this thing might be And, I'm, and the Lord's not answering it So, what do you do then? Do you go into doubt mode? Do you go into the state of mind that says, that starts to, because the enemy's going to come at you. Like, he's trying to destroy everything. He's a lion roaming around seeking whom he might devour. He wants to devour Mm -hmm. your faith. He wants to take you down. He wants to derail you. He wants to squash everything. Oh, you got cancer now, which he probably gave you in the first place. Now you're dealing with that and you're struggling with believing God's word. Mm-hmm. The Lord will do it But we need to stand strong in that And if we don't see it happen Which some people don't You know like you have yep. These prayers These mysteries These answers That we're not going to get Until yep. we're standing before mm-hmm. him As to why This circumstance took place I believe in mm-hmm. healing I believe Christ mm-hmm. heals mm-hmm. I believe I've seen him heal people mm-hmm. You know through my, through my prayers Through praying mm-hmm. In the spirit of the Lord For people to be healed You know People will always ask Well why doesn't he do it for everyone It's like Well because we're in war Like mm-hmm. we're in the middle of a war Mm -hmm. And and he honors agreements He honors licenses He honors Mm -hmm. um, decisions that we've made Curses Mm -hmm. that we've put onto our lives Mm -hmm. He honors these things
1: And sometimes Mm -hmm. we don't always see In the spiritual realm too It's like we don't know what could be going on That for some reason that's not being answered You know like it could be one of those things It could just be like there is something In the greater plan of God For why he didn't do that
2: And he'll take all things for his good and his glory anyway You know so some people will sit back in the promise, so, okay, so they're like, well, the Lord's not going to do this. He hasn't done it yet, so he might never will. And then you get into the season of, like, doubt. You get into the season of acceptance of where you are and saying, well, if the Lord Lord's sovereign, so if he'll do it, he'll do it. And that's like, God doesn't want us in that place, though. Hmm. He doesn't want us operating from that place of... um. It's like operating under the... He uh,
1: will do it, but if he doesn't, like when yeah, you go yeah, back yeah. to the furnace and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, yeah. they weren't like, well, we don't know if God's going to do this, but we believe he is. But if he doesn't, we're, we're okay. No, they were like, him. no, he's going to do it. They were being defiant to the king yeah. and all of the important people around saying, mm. no, listen, he is going to save us from this furnace. But if he doesn't, I just want you to know that he still reigns. So it was like a double slap in the face that no matter how you how this is going, like Jesus, or well at the time they would say God, you know, reigns supreme. Our God reigns supreme, and He's going to get us through this fire. And that's how we should be: is like, no, listen, this cancer, it's not going to stop God from being good. We're going to defeat this cancer. We're going to have the outlook that God has already defeated this cancer in His death and resurrection on the cross. And even if I succumb to it, God is still great. But we're going to defeat this he, it's already defeated and i believe that you know like
2: yeah it's already been defeated yeah.
1: like i believe yeah, this I ministry it. is going to blossom it already has because of the promises of god and putting us together like mm-hmm. i believe in that and there's doubt in that like that likes to creep in like you're saying but i believe that this is going to happen and like n- n- that's not going to be shaken
2: yeah mm, that's good that's but really even if it does
1: god is still great
2: i think that like you know To the point, too, I'll just wrap this up and I'll give the mic over to someone else here. But just that idea of, like, even if you fail at that, you fail at trusting the Lord in that and walking in that faith that Peter had to get out of the boat and walk on the water. If you struggle with that and you operate from this broken place that the Lord would have healed you or wanted to heal you or has more for you in his promises, he will still take your circumstance and your situation and turn it. For your good and his glory. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so it's like. It's not a license to go idle.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But Step it's but further. it's but thus it is still a promise from God that he will still use it and mm-hmm. do something from it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, if you're OK with that, if you want to be in that place and you're OK with that, you know, there's grace for that and there's mercy for that. So there's no judgment in that. End.
3: Mm-hmm. Romans. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of condemnation. Mm-hmm. When it goes back to like, we come back to all this like knowledge and things, it's like pick the one pinpoint of knowledge where you can't live without without stepping over everything. And that's simply Jesus Christ crucified, resurrected. Like pinpoint knowledge. Like this one thing every Christian needs to agree on, or you literally are not a Christian. You surpass the definition of what it is. And then work in it, work his glory in it, and know that he'll never abandon his own faith he'll never abandon his own name how do we know that because he didn't Mm -hmm. that's that's why Jesus is the father revealed to us is we have the example of victory all of this is literally okay the document is signed it hasn't been turned in yet what can you do knowing that this document is going to be turned in it is signed you know it's going to happen how much do you actually believe that Mm -hmm. because your flesh is never going to agree with it
2: Mm -hmm. because the flesh won't make it
3: <laughs> they will not <laughs> that faith is all spirit, man, man. that's how you see humans as equals is don't look at their flesh, we're all spirits of God, we're all human spirits of God being chosen, pulled out. if we hold each other to the flesh, man, none of us are going anywhere, even the most righteous of us is leaps ninety nine point nine percent
2: but described as to even
3: know. the
2: most righteous amongst. Flesh is uh, menstrual rags. Yeah,
3: Ooh. it's yeah. true, man. But then, do but I look at these men of God, and I can say, "Oh, but these are the children who have received His grace, who have surrendered to the Lord, who have surrendered every circumstance to Him, to the best of their ability." Hmm. And we continue to push that ability, hmm. and the church continues to grow together in a jointly fit organism.
1: So I had a, a revelation earlier about like how. Again, looking at the death and resurrection of Jesus, like, in you know, baptism is a part of that. And, like, you can look at the the desert and the crossing of the Red Sea is like, a part of that. Is that, you know, Jesus was kind of telling me the other day that, like, w- when we're in our tombs, like, we have died and surrendered at the cross, saying, God, here I am. But then the next point is we go in the tomb, and we're waiting for Jesus to roll up in the tomb for us to go out into our calling and our, our resurrected body. But so many of us are letting the condemnation of the stone keep us in the tomb. And, like, you know, that's my struggle. So it's like, you know, praying for Jesus to roll away that stone so that I can step out in the fullness of the spirit and be effective for his kingdom. I don't want to stay stinky in a tomb, you know, rotting yep. I want to be out in my glorified Robes, Holy you know, man, preaching the gospel
3: I think this is the maturity of Christianity and this current state right now Is realizing that there are some processes Like this that you just have to go through Realizing that you're going to go through those moments of Doubt, but just still knowing that, okay I'm going to lean on him, even if I don't know how I'm going to do it to the best of my ability, but I'm in my mind Or out of my mind, I'm still going to lean in Like, okay Doubt's here What are we going to mm. do? Well, just lean in, anyways, dude. It doesn't matter if you look goofy. It doesn't like if you're a fool for Christ. You're like the foolishness of Christ is greater than the wisdom of this world. So throw throw all your eggs at that. Throw throw your whole heart at it. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, God is glorified by bearing fruit, right? As it says here. So how do we do that? We we abide in His commandments. But what did Jesus say? My commandments are this: that you love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and then you love others as I have loved you. Um, so it's like again. That's how we fulfill the whole law Right is that we love God Mm -hmm. And then if we love God We're going to love others the way he intended I'm not going to kill somebody I'm not going to steal from somebody Commandments are fulfilled in that Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not going to force somebody in On my dietary regiment If to them They feel it's okay to celebrate eating certain things Um, As long as it's not like Celebrated to another God Or Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. So what are the things of God and walking in that? So if you abide in me, if you live a life that's loving God first and foremost, and you live a life that's loving others as I have loved you, like you're abiding in me, you're going to bear much fruit. So, um John, do you want to read the next John verse 16, Um yeah. 20 through, two through 24?
2: Yeah, I can do that. John 16, 20 through, 22 through, 20, through 24, man. <laughs> so with you, now is your time of grief. But I will see you again and you will rejoice. And no one will take away your joy. In that day, you will no longer ask me anything. Wow. That's sure. a, <laughs> it's going to stop there. Say love. Very truly, I tell you, my Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Until now, you have not asked for anything in my name ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete and just just really hitting that home so there's right? the
1: question you know like did you have not asked for anything it's in crazy my name it's until crazy now, that right? it's
2: crazy that in that day you will no longer ask me anything i just said that the other day when i was ministering to a friend i was just like you know, I I, I said, I, you know, we we have all these questions for God, and I said, I, I bet you anything that when we see Him face to face, we won't even have questions anymore. Mm-hmm. There'll be no need.
1: Mm-hmm. To just ask. be fulfilled, we'd be complete in Him.
2: Like we we'll just will our minds will be in such in such unimaginable joy and bliss that we there'll be all the questions that we have, like why is this animal like this, or why why did that thing happen when I was fourteen? Like none of those are going to matter. Because God outweighs it all. And we can have that revelation now. Mm -hmm. That revelation, like Mm -hmm. trusting on that, right? Mm -hmm. Faith is the substance of things, what? Hope for? Mm
3: -hmm. Evidence of things unseen. The
2: evidence of things not yet seen. It's just like, man, so that's right there. And then I just, you know, really hitting it home too. Very truly, I tell you, very truly. Let's really just ponder that for a second. Very truly, my Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Do you believe that or not? Mm -hmm. And then you go and tell me that the gifts of the spirit don't exist today. How? Blasphemy. (laughs) Do we believe God's word or not? It's It's like, like just set back. Like, do we believe the Christ said that? Like,
1: (laughs) well, you know, again, like until now you have not asked for anything in my name. So, mm-hmm. you know, here the the disciples are with with Jesus, you know, and like he's saying that did they not ever ask, like, hey, Jesus, can we get some bread? Hey, Jesus, can we do this? I think it's I think or it actually it more of
2: a lifestyle. I think it actually plays into the fact that the son of man didn't come yet. Mm-hmm. Like Christ was the key. unlocked. Yep, yep. Yep. For the spirit of God to be poured out. So it's like until now, all of human existence yeah. has not been able to ask. Yeah. It. For anything in my name
1: mm-hmm. but
2: now that we are the holy ones we went through that whole saints you know topic mm. now that you are holy ones now that my spirit resides within you and I know that this isn't like exactly at that point yet so you might be able to interpret that a little bit differently mm-hmm. well I'm just saying like but I think he's doing it as like a it's it's like the age. That he's talking about here. Until now, you have not asked for anything. in My name, not necessarily a personalized thing for each disciple, but like until now, historically, you have not asked for anything. in My name. Maybe we'd have to do a Greek study to get yeah, the full of context. Because to,
1: to me, it's kind of more of the faith thing. Like, you know, you know, you've asked for bread. You've asked for this. Like, because I'm the one. I'm your rabbi. You know, mm-hmm. you've we've mm-hmm. had the Sermon on the Mount. Like, mm-hmm. you've asked us for fishes. Like, how am I going to do this? Can can I? Can we do this? And now it's like, no, 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 no. You have not asked for anything in my name. You have not believed mm-hmm. that these things are to come in my name. So mm-hmm. it's like this whole, like, going back to, it's do the, you believe in the
2: authority it? of Christ. Yeah,
1: yeah. Do you believe in the name of the God who sent his only son to die for you on the cross? Which you don't, they don't know that's happening yet. The, you know, death on the cross. It's coming very quick. But... Mm-hmm do you not he's getting them to understand that no 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 there is power in the son of man there's power in the god who like sent his son like if you see me you've seen the father i was at the beginning of the word you know like all that stuff so yeah like you're right here this mystery is still going on
2: well it's the it's the fulfillment of the law right so i mean like You really got to think about that, just like how their minds would have thought, how their minds would have operated. Jesus is this rabbi. We know he's sent from God. We know he's a messenger of God. We know he's the mouthpiece of the Lord. He says he's the son of man. We understand the scriptures. He's opening the scriptures to us. But like it's still like this mystery that's being unfolded before Mm -hmm. them Mm -hmm. and him now saying, I am the linchpin.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. I am God. You are seeing. I mean, even in John 15, is it John? Is it John 15 where he says, Philip? How long have I been with you
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: If you look at me you've seen the father You know like Mm -hmm. he literally looks at Philip And says you're looking at the father Mm -hmm. When you look at me Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is a deification statement He's saying, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Mm-hmm. And if people mm-hmm. like to say, "Well, no, see, he's just saying that he represents Him." Well, then no. you say that. Oh, I can't. <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah, Why? 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 <laughs> if I haven't, if you've seen me, I, I saw a, a, a video where a guy did that. He was talking to. He said he was talking to an imam of, and he said, "No, no, no, Jesus is not God." And he said that. No, when he said that, he was just saying he represents Him. And he says, "Okay, well, then you tell me if I've seen you, I've seen Allah." He said, "I can't do that." And he goes, "Exactly." Because you feel so uncomfortable saying that I am like God, or I sit at the right hand of the Father. that's so
2: so easy.
1: It's a deification statement when people say, well, no, 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 he's separate from God because he sits at the right hand. That is a statement of power and authority of God, his right hand. It becomes
2: hypocrisy in in thought process. Like it's a lie to yourself. Yeah. Yep. So when you expose it like that, that's pretty yeah, powerful.
1: But you know, my note is like what you were saying, John, God wants us to ask for things in his name, for our joy to be complete. Yeah. So like this is where we get the fulfillment of our prayers, that we believe intently and inherently in the promises of God that whatever we ask for in Jesus' name will be done, healings, tongues, the gifts of the Spirit. Breakthrough at a job, mm-hmm. uh, breakthrough in a relationship, reconciliation, cancers being healed, um, psychosis being healed, whatever oh, it is. Oh man, that
2: you just brought up. Yeah, you just brought up more. But it's just like it's like that's why you should never say to like this idea that I don't have this spiritual gift. Maybe it's the Lord's desire that I
3: don't have this gift.
2: Like no, yeah. the Lord's desire for you to have all these gifts.
3: Yeah, I think that's, that's what this even means. It's like, look until the if,
2: if tongues would bring you joy, it's my gift from me. Yep. Don't I want Ask. my kid to have my yep. gift from yep. me?
1: Yep. Jesus, I received this is the it. only time but we we can. But we, but we, but we,
2: but we read, it. but First Corinthians twelve all the way through and think that it's it literally means for all in all ways the manifestation is only only some prophesy, only some uh-huh. speak in tongues. Uh-huh. Is it not this way? But Paul is saying like the Lord in. In gatherings uh-huh. Will not manifest Or does not desire to manifest With one All people manifesting in one gift uh-huh. Because that does not show the completeness And the fulfill the fulfilling nature Of who God the Father is yep. Not that you all can't speak in tongues Not that you all can't prophesy Not yep. that you all can't have words of wisdom Words of knowledge Discerning of spirits We should all be discerning spirits We should all be prophesying We should all be Dare I say it Praying in tongues <laughs> but we all have that journey to go down the road with the Lord.
1: Yes. I desire that you would desire the higher gifts, right? So Hmm. obviously he's talking to people that haven't had the fullness of God, like we talked about last time in their life. So there's, but there's always a constant filling up, right? So there's always a process of being overflowed in the spirit and growing. So like we
2: were saying with Francis Chan earlier, yep. You know, like, was Francis Chan lesser of a person? Was he wrong? Or, you know, because he was in his 50s when he first prayed in tongues. But the little that he had, right? The little that he had, he gave it to God, and now God has shown him more. So do we look down on him and think of him less, because before that he was... No, like, no, that's just silliness and ridiculousness. Mm -hmm. We need to be cautious about how we Mm -hmm. even judge what we're saying right now. Mm -hmm.
1: Some people, they get the outpouring of the Spirit right away, because there is a plan that God has with... Well, maybe this person it's going to take him to here, but when it gets here, there's going to be an ultimate outpouring that's going to shock everyone. Yeah, I mean, there's well, there's like, different again, there's, Francis Chan. Yeah, but. there's
2: different kinds of tongues too. There's multiple different. I mean, it literally says different mm-hmm. kinds of tongues, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm.
1: So angelic tongues, the uh, cultural tongues, mm-hmm. groaning of the spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, David did that, right? David groaned in the spirit in the caves like all the time. That's where the psalms come from. It's literally like groanings to the spirit of God. And, you know, joy. and Makes stuff me think like of it.
2: like Native American, like the indigenous, because uh, there are messianic, which I showed you. You know, messianic. Yeah, chant- way, way, yeah it's like, oh, cool. It's like it's cool. like tongue worship, which is just really mm-hmm. cool. It's just spirit. If your spirit is worshiping out to the Lord, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter what you're saying in words because the Lord knows all and knows beyond what we can even think and comprehend yeah so when you're just making noise and your spirit your heart is actually aimed towards the lord man we overcomplicate things we think well they're just speaking gibberish and some people do fake like they're not they they want to fit in so they do it Mm -hmm. that's not speaking in tongues then Mm -hmm. you know it's literal utterances and 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 giving praise to the lord yeah Mm -hmm. and i that's a whole that's a whole other conversation too but
1: well, I'd like to open it up for any last words here. We're going to wrap this episode up. I want to hear more from Mark.
0: Yeah. Do you think we'll come back to completeness or is this...
1: Uh, we did have the one verse. Uh, we did have one verse in James to kind of go over. Um, James... I don't
2: mind going a couple minutes over in this episode. Yeah, too.
1: 114. Um, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. Let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete lacking in nothing. So, again, just uh, the testing of our faith, you know, that means that we have to go through trials. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that when you come to Christianity, there's seven easy steps to Christianity that you'll never <laughs> feel pain, mm-hmm. right? And just uh, put a smile on a book and sell it for thousands of millions of dollars, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm not describing anyone in particular. <laughs> uh, but, it again, and, and God forgive me, that's, a, a, you know, I... Yeah, I'm, I'm not like saying that that person is not a believer in Jesus or isn't saved, but there's this this cultural thing where ask whatever I shall ask and it'll be granted to me. Right. Oh, a Ferrari. Right. No, 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 no. Like there, there, you may go through some trials. Right. You may have to work at a manufacturing plant, putting powder in a can for a little while before um, this ministry I have for you takes off. You might have to deal with some rough people because I'm. I'm burning out the excess metals, the impurities to get you to be pure iron or pure gold. Right? I think
2: it's like, too, you know, like not my will, but your will be done.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. So it's like your will be done. You know, if you're praying for your will, my will. How are you going to see those things answered? You know, it's like, it, it, mm-hmm. no, is it the Lord's will to heal? Yes, I believe it is. Does he heal all the time? Yes, but there's a lot of things that could permeate through that. But it is the Lord's will, you know, so it's like, okay, so what is God's will in this situation? Yeah. Not what yours is. I mean, it's my will to own a Ferrari. Yeah, it's my will to own a 30,000 square foot home with two swimming pools, yeah. you know is it it, you know (laughs) is it is it the lord's will for me to have it absolutely obviously not because me and keeper missed that Mm. that's that (laughs) 30 million that yeah not yet
1: (laughs) there's still some growth to be had there Same with me like why didn't i win the powerball last week you know like i have so many good intentions with that money but the second we could get it right oh all of a sudden my mind changes i'm above you I'm not going to use my money for you. Well, that says my money, you know, like it, there's so many things that could change in the instance with that, where again, I've said, God's like, I'd love to win the mega millions, but if it's not my will and it, it's going to completely wreck any ministry that I have for you, then no, I don't want it. And I've had to do that with the house. Like I've, I've had to come to a realization that, you know, I may have to be a tent maker. And yes, I do have a, a place where i live and rest my head right now but it's not a home you know it's not like our house but it is our living space and i'm trying to use that for for christ Mm -hmm. so what do i have right now that i can give to his will it's not just in my thoughts it's not just in my prayers it's in my actual walk so my living conditions that you know i want an actual house but i have a condo right now or townhome So, like, how can I give that over to God? Because if I can't be faithful with him in that, then how am I going to be faithful in my house? Mm -hmm. Same with my money. Like, yeah, I'd love to be a bajillionaire. But um, if I can't be faithful in the little that he has given me, which is immensely more than 90% of the world, Mm -hmm. then how can I be faithful with a lot?
2: I think it is just like it's such it's such near sight anyway,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: because life is but a vapor. It's so short. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we are going to be bajillionaires or whatever, you know, we're ruling and reigning with mm-hmm. the King almighty, mm-hmm. uh, in the next age. And, you know, it talks about streets that go, I mean, I, there's so like things beyond what we can comprehend are in store for us. Mm-hmm. And yet here we are wasting decades of our lives to save for mm-hmm. retirement or to like, live comfortable on the lake or like uh-huh. have this and that. And it's like, there's, it's like nothing wrong with that, but like there is something wrong Dude. with that too, you know? Yeah. And, and I'm yeah. not saying that I'm any better than anyone else, you know, at all. I struggle with that. Too. I'm a, I'm an American. I struggle with that, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Sip up for Packers tickets. Yeah. All you know, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's, I, I was just praying about that the other day, you know, just like I wanted to give money to, it was just like, I just wasn't financially in a place to do something. I, I kind of wanted to do. And, you know, I was praying about that afterwards, just being like, well, I wasn't wise with my money prior. You know, I wasn't wise mm. with this money. And it's, you know, just we have to hold ourselves to the standard of Christ, right? Not to the standard of anyone else. Yep. Not to the standard of, well, I'm living like, you know, me and you know, me and Dennis were having that conversation. And you know, he's like, people look at us and, you know, you and me, John, he's like, and people are going to say, think that you guys are radical. You know, like you're radical because... You know, where you go, miracles happen. Demons are manifesting and cast out. People look at you and think you're radical. And Dennis, I mean, just like, like, I'm not nearly as radical as I think we should be. You know, and that's, and I feel the same way. You know, it's like, man, yeah, I fail at so much and I don't do nearly enough. I, I don't pray nearly long enough. You know, and man. Convicted <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy Spirit's <a> doing his <laughs> job, yeah, man yeah. Yeah. yeah, convicted I just hope they're all convicted for that You
0: know mm-hmm. I, th- I think with that though Each of these last three verses that we, we looked at They all ended with joy yeah. You know, that first one ended with Jesus' joy And then the second one ended with our joy And the one you read, I, I'm not sure, but There's joy in there, too. I didn't see it.
1: The the endurance of of you would basically produce a a completeness. And joy, we usually think of jumping around, happy, smiley. But I think joy actually means a peace. Mm -hmm. That you are content with where you are because the peace of God has filled you. Uh, Well, I think that is what
2: joy is. It's like the rest of the soul. Yep. Yeah. You know, and if the joy of the Lord is our strength, you know, like so demons will— Satan comes after us To remove joy From our lives mm-hmm. You know And how does he do that Any way possible Confusion Condemns. Chaos You know Distraction All these things Creates this Unrest in the soul
0: Yeah I just think It's a cool contrast Though Because yeah So many think that um, You know Walking with the Lord Walking with Jesus Is, is like burdensome Right It's just dying to ourselves, And we're serving And like having to do All these things Um yeah, but Jesus is just contrasting it Like, yeah, we, we do do these things, right? But there's joy that comes out of them
2: I think that if you're feeling burned out Or burdened Or you need these sabbaticals Or, like, the world's The stress of the world is on your shoulders Even as a pastor yeah, You're operating from your flesh
0: Yep Yeah, 100% And,
2: you know
1: Well, I mean, being a pastor, too, is burdensome I mean, that, it, it's a good burden Because, I mean you're taking care of like how many people. It's just making I'm sure. I'm not downplaying. You know, oh yeah, okay, no, no, no. no. I'm, just like, all, you know? I'm just saying like you know the sabbaticals. Like
2: I'm. What I'm saying though is that like you're operating. We but in the Western world, we've created a system of man-made church.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: We operate them like businesses. We operate them like the pastor does everything too. Mm-hmm. It's like you need to get your church as a pastor underneath the fivefold. You need to start. I you know there needs to be change in the church. Majorly, yeah. so that you aren't feeling up against the wall, that you're not one man in charge of 500 people. It's never meant to be that yeah. way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're doing everything, if you're the one prophesying, a maximum teaching, 12 I mean, people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> that was our savior. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, um, but yeah, no, um, this was a great episode. Jose, you got any last. Um,
3: Say something, spit something. So, yeah. <laughs> just that the wealth of humanity has always been in the recollection or the restoration of the spirit to man. So you literally are the wealthiest human on this planet. It's just that that wealth right now is capped and we have yet to... Or if we're in the overflow, then it's not for ourselves. Like, we're not in the days of eternity. Mm -hmm. Eternity Mm -hmm. has come to us and seated in us, but we have not yet been inducted into his perfect visage yet. So arguably we are the wealthiest people on earth who have received christ in us which makes our our job as his stewards that much more valid valuable and permissible to do whatever he instructs us to do not whatever we want not even close to that but whatever hmm. he instructs you to do so when go out into this world and make disciples of all men it's really like hey man you're loaded share it hmm. mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it the is currency, man. The the currency. I've heard, yeah, like, faith is the currency of heaven. Mm-hmm. Here on earth,
3: you know. Yeah, there's a reason why we get joyful in our, each other's presences, dude. God brings together his his princes, people who are ordained for an eternity of wealth, an eternity of salvation.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So
3: it's yeah. comfortable to to get into these conversations. Gotta reflect that, on that. Yeah. Like yeah. You really, yeah. gotta think about yeah. that. Yeah.
2: Life is like it's so easy. The devil wants to pull us into the flesh, right? He wants yeah. to, mm-hmm. He wants you to reflect upon your life. As this linear thing that starts and ends. It's Mm
0: -hmm. not. Man. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. I was just going to say, going off that thinking of completeness, you know, I was thinking from the world's perspective, like what makes you complete, you know, and we're complete through our spouse, right? This woman or our husband, whatever, whoever you are. Um, But what does it take to, and then out of that comes a family, right? And then out of that comes a house, right? Like what you're talking about. You need the house. And then, how do you hold it all together? Well, it takes a job. And each of these things uh, in our yeah. mind or in the minds of the world, yeah, have the the prospect of bringing completeness. But how funny that Christ, man, like where was his spouse, his wife, you know, physical in the flesh, in the world here? Uh, where were his children, right? Physical productions yeah. of him Where was his job? You know, of course, he had a job up until the age of 30 or whatever. But Mm -hmm. those last three years, Mm -hmm. um, where was his house? You know, the son of man doesn't even have a place to lay his head. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, just how wild that. um, It's just that that juxtaposition, I guess. Right. Of like where the world thinks completeness is versus where it actually comes from the actual source. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
3: So that's what you have as far as wealth reality, bro. Seriously, that's the greatest commodity you will ever own Is you have a correct perception of reality Because you know the person who wrote it So Mm -hmm. even if things are a little skew and all these little corner shadow edges It doesn't matter The centerfold of what you believe to be true will be true That Mm -hmm. that joy will not be taken from you (laughs) And that's (laughs) ultimate Yes.
2: I mean, that's why people move into religion because that is the ultimate. Hmm. I mean, like, I'm talking about like false religion. I'm talking about religion. Yep. Like, well, yep. that's why people look at Christians as, like, well, you need a crutch. It's like, oh, yeah, but if you only knew how much stabilization that comes from Christ hmm. in your soul, in your perception, in yeah. the spirit, because we are spirit beings as much as we are soul and body.
1: Yeah. I was just going to say before we end the episode, you know, it kind of reminds me of you were saying that it's not just for us. The overflow of the cup, that's what the picture is. We don't get more vessels to contain Mm -mm. what God has poured into (laughs) us, but we find more vessels to Hmm. overflow into them so that they can be filled. And if we were all abiding as the church, we would be overflowing in each other so much that it would be seeping out from the church into the the vessels that are empty that need it. Yeah, um, that's good. But yeah, I just want to say thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope it blessed you guys. I sure blessed me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did. And um, yeah, check out our links, our merch site. Um, we'll have those in the description areas. And um,
0: yeah, God bless. Yeah, God bless. Yeah, God bless. Shalom. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode.
2: If you've enjoyed it, please click the like and share buttons on whichever platform you're on, and you can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook. We hope that you had a good time and hope the conversation brought some joy into
1: your life. Have a blessed day and join us next time on the Heart of the Matter podcast.